back to another episode of the Hot Cocoa Podcast. You're here with me, Gabby. And me, Emma. Thank you for joining us. We are so excited to have you again. You know what I realized, like, a few weeks ago, and I think I was going to say it on another episode, but then I forgot. What? Was that, like, the whole, one of the, like, original premises of this show was that we had, like, a different drink every week. Yeah. And... That just like never occurs to me anymore. And I'm not sure at what point that just stopped happening. I think we did it for about a year straight. Yeah. And then like, I wonder why we just stopped. I don't think think that was a conversation, was it? We just stopped doing it? I think that it was not a conversation, but I think that after our summer season where we did drinks, Mm -hmm. I think that when we came back, we stopped. Yeah, that's. I think you're right about that. Because we got these cups, like our pink cups that we always drink from after mm-hmm. that. And I remember pretty much always just having water in this. Yeah, and I think also maybe after that season, it just really like set the bar so high for like what we would be we drinking. We were like, fuck. Like, that it didn't really seem like relevant if we were just making it for ourselves, right? Because we're like, oh, I have coffee. I have tea. Like, yeah. okay. You know, I agree. We weren't going to be making like a cocktail just for recording like we were doing for video. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you know what? Now that we're recording on Tuesday nights for the most part, Tuesday evening. Yeah. And Tuesday evening is also when The Bachelorette is happening. Maybe we should start making drinks, even if it's just like a cozy drink. But I think it's like a fun little thing that we used to do, like a little activity. Yeah, it was fun. There's a little bit more of a process around the podcast. So stay tuned. Maybe we'll bring it back. Maybe we'll bring it back. Today I am drinking water. back to the hot cocoa roots. Yeah, me too. I don't have anything else besides tea or coffee in the house. I've been really obsessed with orange juice for the last like two months, guys. Yeah, she has. Like... I've been going through an extremely heavy orange juice obsession. Oh, you know what's interesting? So what? are you not supposed to drink grapefruit juice with your medication? Is grapefruit that juice is the highest acidity, but really anything acidic you shouldn't have around the same time that you're taking your meds. Because they changed the morning on my medication. It used to just be grapefruit juice, and now it says grapefruit, orange, and there's one other one, like maybe cranberry juice or something. Yeah. It had it has three warnings now, and the pharmacist was like, we updated the ah. warning thing. So yeah, I was I told anything like acidic fruits, but yeah, yeah, usually it's fine because I have to take mine so early in the morning. That's true. But um, I don't really drink juice in the morning. It's like a snack, but I have caught myself drinking like orange juice with my meds at lunch because I take a second one at lunch. Oh yeah. And then I'm like, uh, I mean, worst case, it's just less effective. Yeah. So it's not like anything bad's going to happen, but I'm like, "Mm, I should probably Mm, climb it out more. But yeah, I'm sure my teeth are like eroding because I love orange juice so much. (laughs) And the sugar. I feel like there's a lot of sugar. Yeah. It just makes me happy. Yeah. Makes (laughs) you happy. So that's good. Yeah. Um, Other life updates. I feel like my biggest life update in the last like week is that I'm trying to be in a better health routine. Mm -hmm. This is like a personal decision that I decided. A decision that I decided. Yes. (laughs) Um, I I don't know. I just realized that after quarantine, not just um, not just in regards to my health, but like my life, even when the the pandemic is over is not going to change that much. You yeah. know, like this, this is, is what like it my is. my life. Like I shoot 
and that's when I'm out of the house and then I'm like at home you know like editing and working from home and so I really was just like in the last month or so thinking about how I need to figure out and really get settled in my routine and get used to self-regulating yeah because weirdly enough I used to just always be like I never want to work for myself because I don't like self-regulating. Like, I don't want to be, like, responsible for myself. And then I realized the only thing that I, like, dislike more than self-regulating is, like, having someone else tell me what to do. So I was like, okay, I guess we're going this route. Yeah. Um, Anyway, it's not that bad. It's just, you know, a process. And uh, every month I try to implement something new. Mm -hmm. And this month or the last week or so, I've decided that I'm going to be focusing a little bit more on my health in my healthy habits. One of those is my bedtime. I'm trying yeah. to like set more of a rigid bedtime for myself or just like wind down time. Yeah. Because I literally for a while was just going to bed at like whenever 1230 to 130. Yeah. Because we'd watch TV until like 11 or 1115. And yeah. then it just like, then I go to my room and I'm like, oh, I forgot I was gonna like put these clothes away. And I was gonna like pluck my eyebrows or I was going to do all these things and now I'm going to take hours to do them before bed yeah so trying to not do that anymore because I like to be able to wake up in the morning at a reasonable time yeah and then also I started intermittent fasting again oh yeah which I find works well for me yeah because there's other things that I'm not very good at when it comes to food like um I feel like I eat relatively healthy just because I feel like we both do because we were raised by people who had healthy eating habits so it just a lot of times doesn't occur to me to make ridiculously unhealthy things like even I think the like shittier foods that we eat like there's always like vegetables and like yeah normal ingredients we're still eating like some sort of bean some sort of vegetable some sort of carb like yeah. yeah so I feel like generally the food that I eat isn't, like, ridiculously bad unless mm-hmm. I'm buying, like, pre-made, like, junk food. Yeah. Um, but I think my biggest problem is, like, I like to eat really late into the night and I mindless eat because yeah. I'm, like, bored. Yeah. And so, um, okay, so mindless eating. And then also I found that, like, I was eating the same amount that I was used to eating before all of this. But now I literally have, like, a thousand steps a day yeah like I don't go anywhere and I don't so it do doesn't anything. make sense for you for your so, body yeah I felt like it was catching up to me and that yeah. I definitely I think I gained around like probably like nine pounds which mm-hmm. for when me, you're a small person yeah, that's I'm like a big percentage of you, you yeah yeah and so I just was like starting to kind of notice it and I wasn't feeling like myself and yeah so instead of changing my eating habits like oh, I'm, I'm going to restrict myself to like this many calories a day or something like yeah. that. I find that intermittent fasting like works well for me. That makes sense, I guess, because you don't feel like you're... I do find it's harder to keep restricting yourself throughout the day than to yeah. just cut out a period of time. Yeah, and then when you get to eat, like in your eating window... You're actually you hungry. Yeah, you're hungry and you're you like get to eat whatever you want. Like Not yeah. that I'm like binging... But you don't have to be stressed about like you're oh, not calorie counting yeah. and like because that's easier to breed unhealthy habits yeah. too. Which I have been there. Like I used to calorie count a lot in high school and early university. Did and you have that app? Yeah, my, my fitness, fitness pal. pal. My mom and I had it too. Oh my yeah. god, you so know, toxic. It is toxic. Like it can be useful sometimes, and I mm-hmm. think 
The one thing that I gained from that is just having a better perspective of what calorie numbers mean. Yeah. Because like before I would be like, oh, I'm just going to like eat some peanut butter. And I would like literally sit there and eat peanut butter out of a jar. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, literally a a tablespoon of peanut butter is like 100 calories because it's really saturated in fats or whatever. And so it did give me like a better understanding of like what is a reasonable like amount of a specific thing to eat yeah but definitely for long term it was not healthy for me I would like yeah, yeah you know I agree with we that. don't have to get into that but yeah this works for me so that's what yeah. I've been doing that's my health update okay <laughs> I feel like I've been kind of the opposite mm. where I feel like this is probably the most active I've been in years oh like, true because I, I have skateboarding I guess yeah like I feel like yoga for me like like our yoga class isn't like yeah burning calories or anything. Yeah. And so I had trampoline for that one semester, but for the mm-hmm. most part, like I wasn't super active. And so, yeah, for the first time I'm actually active. And so I think I was already for the last couple of years, um, just cause I take a stimulant medication, like always kind of like it started to struggle to keep my weight on and I have a high mm-hmm. metabolism. So I always have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the fact that I wasn't very active was what was, balancing things out and so now I've noticed that I'm eating more I think even eating more than I used to like I feel like Mm. I'm eating quite a lot and I've been better at it because like I actually have an appetite appetite because I'm exercising but I'm also feeling like I'm getting like smaller and smaller oh yeah and so I'm like oh it's like so hard because I think for the last few years I've associated being skinnier with being like very unhealthy Mm -hmm. just because that's where I've been at lately. And so now I'm like trying to figure out, I'm like, no, I think like I'm exercising, not overly exercising. I'm like eating healthy meals and then lots of like goldfish cracker esque snacks in between. I'm like, I don't think I'm doing anything crazy. I think it's fine, but it's hard because then every time I look at myself, I'm like, are you dying? And then I'm like, no, you're good. You're eating. (laughs) But so I'm the less common, but other end of the spectrum where you're like, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, eating 20 more pounds of junk food is not going to make me any healthier. Yeah. No. But yeah. So yeah. regardless. Yeah. Yeah. What a time. But yeah, no other crazy updates. Halloween is this week. We're pretty excited. Yeah. Are we? <laughs> I'm excited to, um, I had like, I saw a fun like photo shoot idea that I think Gabby and I are going to do Oh yeah, I forgot we're going to do that this week. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Check it out. Maybe we'll post it on Hot Coco's Instagram. Wow. What a revolutionary (laughs) idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I don't know. I wonder who's doing what for Halloween. There's not really much that you can do because you can't see anyone. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. But honestly, it's fine with me because Halloween almost always stresses me out. You've so. always had shitty Halloweens, like awful I nights. Know. Like you've I'm always you. had the worst nights ever. I don't like Halloween because I have not in the history of my life had yeah. a good Halloween. That's probably not true. I'm sure when I was a kid, I had fun. But when I was a kid, I was scared of everything. Yeah. So it was just a scary day for me, even if so I was So you don't like the scary, fun. and then your personal life tends to always go to shit. And so you're like, Yeah, That's literally. Just not- okay, let me tell you in a very quick, like, yeah. two minute summary my last four Halloween. So, yeah. like, university. Yeah. First year, um, my boyfriend at the time was supposed to, like, organize our costumes. I kept pitching, like, a couple costumes, and he didn't he like didn't any. He didn't like any. Of them. Yeah. So 
finally, like literally the day before Halloween, I decide what we're going to be. And I'm like, okay, you need to go to the store and you need to buy these two things. Mm -hmm. And he goes to apparently like every store, can't find them, calls me like yelling at me, like, I'm so stressed out. Like, why are we doing this the day before? And I was like, dude, it's your fault. Yeah. Anyway. So also we were under, or I was underage. He was of age. Yeah. I had a fake, but I was like, I'm not going to a club or anything. So we ended up going to his friend who was in a fraternity. We went to their frat party. And we brought my friend and her boyfriend. Yeah. And so we went and just ended up being like kind of a lame party and like yeah. we didn't have fun. And I felt bad because I dragged like my friend there with me. Yeah. And then I was like, sorry, we went to such a shitty party, guys. Yeah. Whatever. Second, Second year, yeah. I was supposed to go to um, my other friend's party. Yeah. And I wasn't directly invited to this party. I was invited through my friend. Yeah. So I didn't really know the people that were there. Again, stressful time with the whole couple costume situation, um, which is always just like... Maybe that's one of your problems because it's never occurred to me to do a group costume or a couple costume and I'm... Yeah. Well, we did a group or a couple costume last year with me and you did yeah but we're talented (laughs) Um, so yeah yeah so pretty much like the same thing like there was Mm -hmm. a debacle with the costume debacle with the party yeah and then what really ruined I mean I was mad at my friend that invited me because she ditched us last minute and said I'm gonna go pre at someone else's house yeah and I was like well you were supposed to pre with us and then bring us to the party we can't go to the party without you yeah that's weird yeah so then at the party we somehow got in without her but my ex like started a fight with me because I asked another guy to take a picture of me. And since it was a couple costume, he yeah. was like, well, why can't I be in it? And I was like, I just want a picture of just mine yeah. for a second. I was you Mia Wallace. Like- from, yeah. And so I was like, I can stand alone. And then I don't know why, but he decided that he that was like something he wanted to fight over. And, it was gonna be an and we spent the whole fight. time fighting. And then yeah. I was so embarrassed because everyone knew we were fighting at the party. And you don't know these people that well. Yeah. So then we left because yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, I can't be here anymore. Yeah. So then the next year I was working the night before and the yeah. day after Halloween. That was our first Same Halloween. thing where my boyfriend was supposed to do our costumes and didn't he didn't. And... So then I ended up literally just wearing all black and like putting like cat makeup on. Yeah. Um, and I had, I didn't want to like drink very much because so I had to go to work at like yeah. 9 a.m. the next morning. And you then, didn't get into a fight with your boyfriend, but I think you did get into an, a little argument with one of our friends. Yeah. I got into an argument with our friend because she came to the party for like five minutes and then wanted to leave. So I was yeah. like, oh, thanks for coming. And then it became a whole thing. She started crying and we had a fight. Yeah. <laughs> and then last year, our costumes and everything went fine because I told my boyfriend, I was like, I'm not doing couple costume. Like you yeah. deal with your own freaking Halloween. I yeah. don't care what you do. So Emma and I decided to be something together. Yeah. We were Glenda the Good Witch and the Wicked Witch of the West. Which is such a cute idea. It's like an yeah. easy, cute, it was you so can do cute. little like euphoria makeup. Yeah. Um, but then we didn't have anywhere to go because my friend said she was going to have a Halloween party and then last minute decided not to. And she went to someone's party that she couldn't get us into. Yeah. And so then my ex was like, okay, I'll have a party. But then like no one came. Yeah, it, no it one was, came. There, there was like, like five people there. And you know what's crazy is that Halloween actually felt like pandemic energy because like the streets were empty because we were in like a neighborhood area like that's true and I feel like 
we were just so out of touch with the world that night. I was like, why do I feel like such a loser right now? Oh, I felt like the biggest loser that night. Like we're hanging out with these loser guys with nothing to do. And we look super hot and I feel embarrassed. Like, yeah, that's exactly how I felt that night too. I was like, why are we here? And I felt, I mean, that was literally just before Max and I broke up. Yeah. And you were just like, you never want to like be with your boyfriend and be like, why am I here? I'm embarrassed to be here. Yeah. So that that's like a brief summary of like your Halloween experience. My shitty Halloweens. Yeah. So someone proved me wrong. This is not the best holiday. It's always I don't know. an issue. I've almost always had good Halloweens. Well, I'm jealous. But you know what? Actually, like upon reflection, I feel like it's hard for me to remember if they were actually good Halloweens or if I just had really good costumes and I took cute pictures, you know? Like, I feel like I did. <laughs> I've cried in the last, like, four years, too. I mm-hmm. cried. In the first year, I watched the guy, like, flirt with the girl that he was sleeping with at the same time as me. And mm-hmm. I watched him do that, and I remember that, That's and I was sad. sad. But I also dicked around a lot and had a lot of fun. Yeah. Second year, I cried in a club, and my boyfriend was like, just leave. And so I had to leave by myself. Yeah. Third year was that party. And I had just gotten broken up with the one that oh, you yeah. and your friend fought at. And yeah. I had just gotten broken up with and I got like blackout drunk. Yeah, you were really drunk. I was so drunk. And then fourth year was, yeah, the same one as you. So I guess they're not like amazing, but I still, I like the, the energy. Yeah. Yeah. You're well, still optimistic. I'm I just like, optimistic. Like, Halloween. Okay, literally my mom and mom's like, any holiday that's supposed to be lit isn't going to be. It's true. I yeah. do feel that way. Except for Christmas. Christmas, Christmas is, always is always lit. lit. I've that's never so had true. a bad Christmas in my Ooh, whole life. Let's so go. whatever. Um, okay, well, this was a long It was a fifteen minute intro. Oh, okay, that's yeah. feel sufficient. Maybe we just yeah. haven't had anything to talk about in the last few weeks. Yeah, it's true. Well, Gabby, what are we talking about today? Today we thought that we would talk about our exes <laughs> yeah. because um, in a new turn of events, Emma is kind of like friends with her ex, like yeah. her most recent ex, which um, is something that like I Neither haven't witnessed. Neither of us have experienced yeah, this, really. Yeah, this is like the first time for you, right? Yeah, and I was actually talking to her last night and I was like, you're the first person that I've even ever kissed that I'm friends with. Like Mm. I've literally never even had that experience. And I think, cause I didn't really like hook up with people in high school and stuff. And in college, I just got a boyfriend right away. Like I never really participated in group setting hookup culture. Yeah. So I was like, I've literally, I, it's just like a weird foreign feeling to me, but yeah. Oh, how interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Like, yeah, because I've been friends with people that I've hooked up with. I just haven't been friends with an ex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we thought that we would do kind of an episode all about that, like what our current like situations are and if we'd like them for them to change and mm-hmm. like what the protocol is about that and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we thought it'd be interesting. I think another thing that both Gabby and I have been feeling lately that you mm-hmm. just expressed to me today, which yeah. is kind of where that came from, but was this feeling of like once you're not emotionally like invested in someone anymore like an ex from a long time ago like yeah and you're just kind of curious you're like is it healthy or unhealthy to be like oh let's grab coffee like is it opening the can of worms or is it kind of like giving you a new layer of closure like and yeah that's something we'll maybe talk about later but that's kind of another little inspo for this episode yeah 
Yeah. So segment number one is um, take, take it, it back, back now, now y'all. y'all. Oh, we said that very insane. Yeah, that was so cute. Um, and for this segment, we're really just going to recap like our major exes. Yeah. And um, what like quick bullet point, like who are they? What did they do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you want to go first? Um, yes. So the first one I chose to include was... I'm just going to use people's names because I don't think it matters. Yeah, we decided that, like, for these people, we've we've either, like, spoken about them on the podcast while we were together, and so you already yeah. know who they are, or it's, like, so long ago that doesn't matter. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. The two, two people whose names I'm using, who I maybe haven't used their name before, but I've talked about them, I think, like, we blocked each other on Instagram, too, so it's not even, like, anyone could find yeah. it through me. Anyways, so my first person I think I really had like feelings for and my first kiss was Miguel in yeah. in um, on my Paris exchange trip when I was like 16. Mm-hmm. And although it was just like a probably out of the month that we were there or whatever, we probably were only like a thing for like a week and a half or two weeks near the end. Yeah. But we would like FaceTime or text like frequently and then on and off for like at least a year afterwards. I would say until I came to university actually. So maybe for like two years we would talk on and off, even if we had relationships. Yeah. Like it wasn't anything crazy, but we would text, we would Snapchat, like, um, we were kind of in each other's lives. And then when I got to university, um, was like the first time I met someone else that I like cared for. And that's kind of when I didn't really need that anymore. Yeah. Um, we still follow each other on Instagram. And then there was Mac in my first two years of university and that ended with a huge falling out, completely cut out from each other's lives. And I wrote, he also still has me blocked on Instagram after like almost three years, which feels a little bit silly to me, but. Wow. Almost three years. I know. Two and a half. Crazy. crazy. And then there was Alex in third year. And even though we only dated for three months, we had a very rocky, like, probably for six months post breakup, I really struggled with accepting it mm. and I was very toxic, Yeah. but, um, it took us a while, but now we're like friendly on social media and okay. there's no hard feelings. Yeah. And then I included Julia also just because it was the first girl that I dated mm-hmm. from this summer, but that was just like a one month thing and it ended Rocky and I don't think we would have been friends anyways. So I don't, yeah, you had no reason to really be friends. I really feel no need to bring her back in yeah and then there's can I just say who this is too I feel like everyone knows I posted on on TikTok yeah Yeah. and then there's Monica now who we were seeing each other at the start of um like the school year and now we're kind of friends yeah but yeah that's the recap so five (laughs) (laughs) what about you well okay I have a few less people but yours are more long yeah mine are more like involved yeah so my very first one is Tyler. I don't it feels know if I've so ever weird said saying his names. Name I know it felt so weird. It feels weird. Um, okay, so Tyler, we've really been exposing ourselves more and more lately. Yeah, we have. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Who care knows? anymore. You guys know um, us. <laughs> yeah. So you may know him as the person that I. Um, liked I will just say we liked each other because Mm -hmm. we technically didn't really like date for this Mm -hmm. period of time 
but from grade seven through grade nine and there's some on and off periods through there and one brief period where we officially dated and were boyfriend and girlfriend for like six weeks or something yeah um and it was a very like on and off relationship um but I don't even know what's interesting I was thinking about this like I don't know what he thinks about me if he considers me an ex or not but I consider him an ex because it was a pivotal relationship for me yeah and I learned a lot about myself and about dynamics through that yeah and and so yeah I would consider him like one of my exes yeah um then uh my boyfriend at the end of high school beginning of university is Jacob (laughs) (laughs) again feels so weird to say his name Jake aka Jacob yeah um we talked for about eight months before dating and then officially dated for two years Mm -hmm. through grade 11 grade 12 and very beginning of university yeah it was a messy breakup. I wouldn't say it was like a blow up, but it yeah. was definitely not clean. Yeah. And we haven't spoken since December of 2016. If you don't count the one time that I texted him on his birthday, which was yeah. like 2017 in May or something like yeah. that. And I said like, happy birthday. And he was like, thanks. And I was yeah. like, want to be friends? And he was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really count that as speaking because no. I was like, you know. Yeah, and you haven't even, like, seen him. Yeah. He's just ceased to exist. Yeah, so we broke up over the phone. Yeah. And then I have not seen him since. And that was four years ago. So that was a long long time ago. Yeah. And something that's funny about um, Jake and my most recent boyfriend is that for both of those, we broke up almost on the exact day of our university. Of our anniversary. Yeah. Like it was like literally right to the coming day. Up to it. It's so yeah. weird. And um, that is so crazy. Yeah. Then Noah, who you guys definitely know, is my most recent boyfriend. You yeah. Know, he's like been on the podcast, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, he made our theme song. Thanks, Noah. <laughs> Shout out. Um, we dated for most of university. We dated for three years. We actually, um, I'm ashamed to say that we started dating a week after I broke up with Jake. Yeah. That was not my most shining moment. And you definitely I would learned not from that. Recommend doing that, guys. You yeah. Might think that you're ready. But you are not ready. You are not, in fact, ready. And you are going to hurt some people, including yourself yes. and the other parties involved. Yes. That is probably a big reason why Jacob and I don't speak yes. <laughs> right now. Yeah, because um, it's different if you, like, hooked up with someone, but you, like, met someone and dated them for years. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's rough. Um. Anyway, we dated for three years. Again, like I said, almost to the day. Mm-hmm. And we haven't spoken... Really, since January, there was, like, brief random communication up until April. Just, like, yeah. I don't know, housekeeping things. Hope because we were well. together for so long that, like, a lot Your of our lives, lives overlapped. yeah. Yeah. Um, but we really haven't actually spoke since January. Yeah. And, yeah, that's that's that. That's that. Um, I will say that with both Jake and Noah... Amidst our relationship over like certain periods of time and then also at the during both of the breakups, it was emphasized multiple times that we wanted to stay friends in some capacity, Mm -hmm. like not necessarily like be friends through the breakup, but like, 
oh, you know, I think it's nice when like exes, you can like be on friendly terms you with your exes. You can like have them and, like, on social media be and in like, touch and like just know what, what they're up to. Yeah. Um, and both of them have since blocked me on social media. So I don't yeah. really know where I stand with them. Yeah. But that's interesting. So. Yeah, it is interesting when. I know it's like, wh- why? Yeah, I have no idea. It's yeah, it's Which so is weird. kind of like our next segment, I guess. Yeah. So our second segment is going to be. Oh, and also I'd like to say with that first segment, I hope that you guys can put those um, brief recap stories that we've told to. Oh yeah, I need to sit up, guys. I I laid down. Yeah, by I laid accident. down. I could not see her. Yeah, <laughs> she was like looking for me. I was like, sorry. <laughs> um. But I hope you guys can put those brief recaps and match them to the stories that we've already told you in the past. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, those people are, like, what all of our stories are about. <laughs> yeah, mostly. Those are, like, the main characters. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to go into segment two, which is what role do your exes currently play in your life? Like, what's the reality of the situation? Yeah. And so this goes both for, like, like literally like do you communicate with them or not yeah. and more in depth on that and then also like I feel like a lot of the time like I still carry things with me from exes yeah. and I feel like that kind yeah. of applies to this too mm-hmm. um what about you Gabby okay so um I'll start with Tyler mm-hmm. for him what's interesting is that at the time when basically like in high school we decided that you know we were gonna go our separate ways and just like not really be involved romantically at all anymore and he started dating someone else and whatever um at the time I was like kind of devastated I feel like about the fact that we weren't friends anymore because our dynamic has started as being friends that like Mm -hmm. then evolved into liking each other yeah and you know all of that you stuff. just like played a role in each other's yeah. lives and I felt like even though we weren't like gonna date or anything yeah. like that that that's that didn't mean that we couldn't be friends but it was definitely like the quintessential it ruined our friendship like, yeah we should have never been involved because it ruined our friendship yeah and that's how I felt uh, yeah you know I don't know how he felt about that whatever maybe I like thought that we were better friends than we were I don't know yeah but um So at the time I was like, oh my God, like this sucks. Like this is the worst thing. I hate that we don't talk anymore. We don't whatever. But actually it's funny that now he is the ex that like overall I've had the most contact with because we still went to high school together for like three years Mm -hmm. after that or two years after that. So you had to keep up with each other's lives to an extent. Yeah. And so we had to be involved with each other's lives. Yeah, I guess for two years after this whole thing you have mutual friends still like yeah we had mutual friends so I always knew it was going on no one ever blocked anyone there was no reason to do that because yeah we we were pretty young um but I definitely yeah like I said I resented that for a long time like I thought that we were still going to be like super close but you know now I'm like oh I think we actually have like a pretty healthy dynamic like I would never reach out to him now where I just we haven't been close and like literally like I don't know, eight years. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I guess we're like in contact if you want to yeah. be specific about it. It's like contactable. Yeah. Contactable. Like, it's not like off limits. Yeah. And honestly, like if I were to run into him, like I'd be happy to see him Yeah, and we would probably chat and catch up. But 
there's like no reason for us to be friends for any other reason. Um, just because like, you know, we're different people now. Yeah. Um, with Jake, like I said, it's been four years and we haven't spoken at all. And I definitely like, you know, it didn't take very long after the breakup for me to realize that I really hurt him. Like it probably Mm -hmm. took like six to eight months afterwards to be like, yo, like I did not to like check yourself and be like, I, yeah, for a while, I think I was really delusional about that because I just, you know, we broke up at the end of November. Yeah, I guess. And, um, then we, proceeded to yeah we literally broke up like the night before our two-year anniversary I remember because I had to like call and cancel the uh, reservation that I had so I was sad. like can I cancel it um <laughs> and so yeah it must have been like November 26th or something like that yeah and so we broke up and then like I said a week later I started dating you know the guy that I dated for three years yeah and I was not like subtle about it. I, no. I gave it maybe like two weeks or something and before I started like, posting, posting about him. Yeah. And it was very obvious. Yeah. And I mean, at the time I was resentful because I was suspicious that he was cheating on me with someone or had like maybe uh. done some unsavory things. And I just wanted to be known that I have no proof of that. We never spoke about it. Yeah. I don't know. So whatever. But I think that I was definitely like mad and like you, I like, can wanted do whatever to hurt I him want. A little bit. And I also was afraid that I, like, for myself, that I would, like, go back to him. Because I knew that I wanted the relationship to end. I was like, yeah, yeah I've outgrown this. I think we both have. We're but not right for hard each other. But it's hard to not go back. Yeah. I didn't have, like, the conviction in myself yet to just, like, say that. Say that yeah. it was over. I was like, there has to be another reason why it's yeah. not working. Oh, it's because I'm dating you, someone. You, like, created a reason. Yeah. So... Um, obviously, you know, seeing someone that you dated for two years, immediately being in a new relationship and being public about it is very hurtful. Yeah. And so it's not really surprising me that he didn't want to be in contact with me. Yeah. And I contacted him on his birthday, like I, his birthday is in May. So, so it's like at least six months later. No, pro- well, yeah, oh, I guess it's so, about like six months. December, January. Yeah. Yeah. About that time. And, um, I was like, you know. Uh, happy birthday if you want to like you know pay the path to friendship let me know I'm like down and he just replied saying like thank you for the for saying happy birthday but like didn't Didn't acknowledge acknowledge the friendship part so I just took that as like no no yeah and that was fine and then in the summer he did um some minor cyberbullying of me yeah some microaggressions yeah and I didn't think that was very nice Um, even though we were still connected on like Instagram and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then once he started, I think he started dating someone and then he blocked me. Yeah. Something like that. So yeah, I don't know. We haven't been in contact since then. It feels like you both real, like, okay. I feel like what happens a lot of the time in breakups that I feel like so many people struggle with, which is so crazy to me. I was actually talking about Monica or talking to Monica about this last night, Mm -hmm. but just about how like so much of the time someone you're dating, like by the end of it, you're like, I wouldn't be your friend anymore Mm -hmm. because you're so different. And I feel like, yeah, like I think with you and Jake, you were like at the start, you were friends. And so you were like, yeah, like we can maintain this friendship. But by the end you were dating, but you weren't friends. Yeah. You didn't like hang, like you didn't like to hang out with him in the same way. Right. It's true. It's true. And so then, 
I feel like when you hurt his feelings, he was like, I don't want to be friends with her. And then once he, like, he hurt yours too to be like, no, I don't want to be friends. Yeah, but. Yeah, and I also think that, like, what I saw, in my opinion, with both Jake and Noah, um, where we kind of had this consensus of, like, we should be friends, we Mm -hmm. want to be friends. Mm -hmm. And then I definitely saw with both of them once they started dating other people that they like removed me from their they circle. really just wanted like a crutch they didn't want yeah i feel like even though we weren't friends like there was never a point where we were we successfully friends, friends they I feel like they didn't want to close that door of like oh maybe like she'll come back to me maybe if we become friends like mm-hmm. will something more will happen and then it was like after they dated someone else they were like well, I don't need that anymore. Yeah. And so I feel like, I don't know if that's true. I have no way of proving yeah. that. But if that is true, which in my mind, there's a correlation. Yeah. I find that to be hurtful because I'm like, well, you didn't actually want to be my friend. You just wanted to like have a backup plan. Yeah. You just wanted to feel like. Yeah. You're and not fully like, thrown into the void. Like Yeah. Like after that's like no longer on the table, I'm just cut from your life. Yeah, that is frustrating that that's, like, what has been the thing that pushes it over the edge every time, where it's, like, it's not like you guys have some sort of argument. It's not like you're messaging each other or something. Like, there's no interaction that leads the girlfriend, the new girlfriend, to want it to end. It seemingly feels like it's a them thing. Yeah. Yeah. And for, you know, for all I know, it could have been, like, a girlfriend thing. It could have been, like you know, the girl being like, I think it's weird that like you still follow your ex on Instagram. Like, please yeah. don't do that. Like, yeah, I'm sure that could be the case, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It is interesting though. It's like, but I was going to be your friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, then, okay. With Noah, there's not really any like crazy updates that you guys wouldn't know, but basically yeah. like we broke up and I think really what happened there is that like he wanted to get back together mm-hmm. and I didn't want to mm-hmm. and because it was like a month later and you spent that month like hysterical and then healing and he spent that month like avoiding it he spent that month thinking like I can just ask her to get back together yeah at the end and of so this. he just like was like this is perfect this is my month vacation yeah. from all the hard parts of a relationship and yeah. then and yeah. then I think, yeah, you guys were just on such different pages. Like, you had already gone through grieving. Yeah. Like, I'm not going back. Yeah. I think it was, like, the the complete, like, typical guy girl like, of guy-girl yeah. breakups. Like, girl breakups are sad right away, and then they move on. And then yeah. guys are, like, in denial for a long period of time. And then they, like, get sad later. Yeah. And then and they're, like, bringing tons of baggage into a relationship when they're, like, 30 from when they were, like, 13 because they never <laughs> processed it. Yeah. And honestly, okay, I think the one thing that I will say is that I thought we would successfully remain friends. Yeah. Um, Noah and I. I thought you would be friendly. Yeah. I thought you'd follow each other on Instagram. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is kind of what happened. Like we agreed. We said we were going to follow each other on Instagram and that we wouldn't like post anything with the intention of like hurting the other person's feelings. hurting the other person which i i realize that that sounds like a dumb thing like obviously he doesn't owe me anything like you don't, owe, I don't him know, anything. owe him anything but i don't know like when we had the conversation it was like 
it felt like you were on the same page. Yeah, it felt like we were like, look, we don't want to be together, but I care mm-hmm. about you and I'd like to pave this like way for there to be like yeah. a bitter free friendship. And that was you directly trying to correct something that you had yeah. made that mistake. Yeah. And so it's hard because your current or like Noah hadn't gone through that. And so yeah. there's always going to be that level of like, you're like, no, but like, trust me, this is yeah. A and I think really how I approached it was like, hey, I'm not going to do this yeah. because I don't want to do that again. I, I know that I did it for petty reasons in the past. Yeah. And I would appreciate if you respected me in the same way. Yeah. And is that something you can do? And he was like, 100%. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But that changed very quickly. Because the um, second someone else was filling that void, he was like, oh, well, she won't. I don't need her to take me back anymore. Well, he started posting. Yeah. I started yeah. posting stuff like right away. And so I was like, Oh, okay. Like fine. Yeah. Like what is, what message is this sending? Is like, mm-hmm. that was my question. Is this you saying, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, because it was in within like weeks of him asking to take you back him back. Yeah. I wonder, you know, if his new girlfriend knows about Does that. she even know that like literally like a week before he posted that he was like in love with her and living with her, <laughs> he was like, will you, take me back <laughs> yeah well that's a little bit of propaganda but that is um, a bit of propaganda but definitely the first time that I saw I'm the post the was friend. about a month after. it was like a month you're right yeah. yeah and so I don't know I was really I was shocked to see that because yeah I was like you weren't even sad it was just like everyone in your life was just confused we were yeah like, I was confused because I was like literally you messaged me saying like this was at the end of January yeah. that he messaged me again saying like, do you still not want to get back together? Yeah. Like a second follow up. Yeah. And I was like, no. So yeah, I was like, I just wasn't expecting that. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess like after you break up, all bets are off. Like you can do whatever you want. Uh-huh. Fine. Yeah. But um, it's true. But that yeah. was interesting. And you just to clarify with everyone. Oh, no contact still. No, like no, no contact. Yeah. We haven't like, yeah. Okay. We were following each other, but I was like, not gonna, I didn't watch any of his stories. You had him like muted and everything. Guys, you can watch stories anonymously. That's how yeah. I know all of this stuff, but yeah. he doesn't know that I've watched them. Yeah. So if you're I think not, it's expected. <laughs> that you're not going to watch stories. That you're going to watch stories oh, on a private thing to. now. Yeah. That should be standard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but just in, in case you don't know about that, yeah. you, you can do that. So don't like you know, risk your story viewing. Yeah. Just um, going to a second party. Yeah. The other thing that I was going to say, oh, oh, and it like, I wasn't liking his pictures. Like I wasn't yeah. like trying to be like active. Yeah. Um, but here's, here's the sequence of events that happened. This was sus. So I posted a picture with my new boyfriend about seven months after we started dating or seeing each other, mm-hmm. dating, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I posted it like right around my birthday. Yeah. And that's like the first appearance that he made on my social media. Yeah. I hadn't posted a story. I hadn't posted anything with and him. It's like a long period of time after your breakup with yeah. maybe like eight, nine months. Like, yeah, it had, oh, well, that was, a, yeah, it was a long time. Yeah. And also like my, or Noah had already posted like hella content Lots with of his content. new girlfriend. So, so you I were was like, like, all right. Yeah. Whatever. I didn't think there was anything sus about it. Yeah. But so Noah didn't like that, like when it was posted. Yeah. But 
month like a month later yeah he likes this picture i get a notification that says no marue likes your picture yeah and i was like way to give you a fucking heart attack yeah and i'm like (gasps) so i go click on it and it's my picture with my ex which wasn't even my most recent post at the time yeah i had posted other things since then and so it was a deliberate like and you're like is this a peace offering or is this like a i'm aware yeah i have no i had no idea and i was like wait what the f yeah and so then a few days later I go to see he has blocked me now on every yeah on my personal account he's blocked me yeah but my dog my or like hot cocoa like all of my other accounts he still followed him yeah and so I was like that's really weird and then I go see that uh he still follows my mom yeah and he continues to like engage and like my mom's pictures yeah he like which he never stopped doing for some reason yeah he, he like liked kept- one of your mom's pictures not even that long ago like i mean not that long ago i think within the last few months yeah i think i heard yeah something. he just continued to like my mom's pictures so it was like genuinely i have no idea what's going on here yeah um i don't know if this is a peace offering if this is like a formality like you know i will say that when i was in a relationship with him and the exes that he had before me he definitely had a way of making me uncomfortable yeah. with his dynamics with them. Mm-hmm. And he would often block and unblock and follow, unfollow, like, and unlike pictures yeah. because I would just ask like, why is she at the top? You know, when Instagram, the person yeah. you searched the most was always at the top regardless. Cause like, he'd you like just start it. like obsessively checking. Yeah. And, then... and so I'd always be like, wait, why is this person at your top? I don't know. You yeah. know, like normal girlfriend things, not like crazy. Yeah. But just, just like, being, like Oh. oh, like what's the tea? And so I was like, maybe this is happening in his new relationship. Like maybe yeah. she asked him to block me. I don't know. Yeah. But then it was all resolved for me because he deleted his Instagram account he a few months ago. So it. now I don't even have to think about that. <laughs> yeah. But that was just like a weird, a weird situation. You're just like, what? It was confusing. <laughs> I was like, it, it's one of those things that annoys me about exes when they're still kind of recent where you're like I don't know if this is something more than it is that's exactly what it is like everything it's hard not to read into everything yeah um I've personally been trying to take on the mindset particularly because I think I'm really bad with reading into things a lot Mm -hmm. um but of my therapist has told me like you need to just take things for face value and if someone else is trying to insinuate something they're trying to imply something they're trying to like Mm. make you feel some way that's not your responsibility to dissect if they want to communicate with Mm. something it's their job to communicate it to you it's not your job to decode them and maybe if you've been dating someone for years and you know each other's mannerisms that's different that's true though but I feel like that was really good advice and I feel like just yeah. the like having been starting to apply it for like the last few months and just being like, okay, like what is really happening right now? And just not taking anything besides their word and trusting their word yeah. and being like, oh, well, no, you said those words. So that's yeah. what you meant. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, no, because it's complicated. Well, what about you? I feel like I took yeah. a lot of error on that one. I feel like because you have more emotions like I had a longer list for the first category but now I only have two people that I feel like are worth talking about true because I feel like the other exes just don't really play any role in my life like it's either just like friendly or non-existent yeah um and like they don't really affect my psyche Mm -hmm. like yeah whatever but my first serious 
boyfriend, Mac. Um, as a recap, he still has me blocked. Um, so he literally has no literal role in my life too. But I do feel like above anything, he kind of like represents that part of my life and like that chapter of my life where I really mm. wasn't proud of who I was at that time. Mm. And so I think I definitely associate him with that. And so I think when I think of him, it's like affects my life in two ways where one, I'm like, I don't want anyone to perceive me in the way that he perceived me again. Mm-hmm. And then two is like, I don't want anyone to treat me that way if I'm not doing good, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like it's more so like, I feel like I still have a lot of baggage from him probably. Yeah. But, um, we do not communicate. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the one where, um, basically all my friends were just his friends. And so I lost a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It was trauma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually recently realized, maybe over the summer, that I still had, like, all of the people that we were both friends with at that time blocked on Instagram still. Like, I just yeah. hadn't removed it. And so, and I would, like, check in on their Instagrams. I would say maybe every six months for the last, like, two years Yeah. on my Finsta. Like, I would just be like, oh, I wonder what everyone's up to. And then I would go on, like, a one-night, like, binge. Yeah. Of course, where I'm, like, looking at their LinkedIn to figure out what job they're working, like, whatever else. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I'm, I would just let it go. Yeah. But I did unblock everyone. I didn't refollow. But I would say, like, every, like, six months or so, I do get the, like, desire urge to yeah. do that. But... and then um the only other one that kind of plays a role in my life is Monica and I wrote that it's like a complicated relationship and I mean it's all still fairly new like we were seeing each other for about a month Mm -hmm. and then we've been not seeing each other for about a month yeah and so we have about the same amount of time on either end, but it's very recent. It's just the last couple of weeks that we've been like starting to become friends. Mm-hmm. Um, just for some context, guys, we have, we're in the same friend group though. And yeah. so you were we, like forced to like come to terms with it almost. Yeah. And I think that for me, like it's like the opposite. I'm like, people just represent things to me. They're not individuals, but I feel like Mm -hmm. it, she does more represent a time where I'm trying to exist in more of like a gray zone with people and like not look at things so black and white. Cause I feel like in the past it was like, you're either like the love of my life or things aren't perfect and that's stressful. And so I'm breaking up with you and we're blocking each other and we're going to have a huge fight and we have to hate each other. Yeah. That's the only way for me to move on. Cause otherwise I'm going to go back to you, you know? Yeah. And it's not even like that was like a supported fact like that's just what my brain was like that's what you do you date someone and then you hate them yeah and so I feel like this is like in general in my life that's kind of what I'm working on is just more like gray thinking and this has been like a good like exercise for myself to be like oh look people are more complicated they're not just perfect or evil like they're just people and yeah so that's been kind of fun um but I would also like to say that like the actual like physical role that she plays in my life is also kind of complicated because we both are very aware that like we can't date. We don't like, we just both have too much baggage that clashes in specific ways, but we get along really well as friends. Like we have fun dicking around and we do have like a lot of both like sexual chemistry and at times 
since we've started seeing each other as friends, there's been like sexual tension in my opinion. And so there's like these layers of, I'm like great thinking, great thinking, but my brain Mm. wants to default to like, Oh, so you're friendly. So you should date. Yeah. Oh, or if you're feeling that way, you should self-sabotage and make her hate you. Yeah. And leave this friend group behind because those are the only two options and you're just floating in limbo. True. So that's kind of been like a fun little mental challenge for me as a Hmm. flame. Tis a challenge. Tis a challenge. But what's so great about it is that Monica and I both process by making funny content. Mm. And I think both of us always have. And so we've been making a lot of TikToks. (laughs) We... I think that you guys will work it out fine. Like, I I think think that, like, you guys had, you know, your stuff, but, like, there's not enough baggage there for you to be, like, I can't be around you. It's too painful or something, And that's exactly it. Like, we both were talking. We're like, yeah, like, I think overall, we both got over it really quickly. Yeah. And it was more just, like, we couldn't talk for a little bit because it was, like, our egos kept getting, like, yeah bumping up against each other but it wasn't actually like emotions like we still didn't want to be together that whole time um but yeah anyways I feel like it's a it's a good thing I feel like it's a good thing for both of us I feel like it's always good to practice that skill yeah but it is uncharted territory which by default I deem scary 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 yeah well um segment three is like just brief elaborations on what we just talked about basically like do we wish that things were different and how do you know where that desire comes from like if it's a healthy place or a toxic place yeah yeah so yeah well I have complicated feelings about that because I don't really have an answer Mm -hmm. um but the reason that this topic was kind of like in the forefront of my mind too is Mm -hmm. because I well I've been thinking a lot this last like two weeks about how I'm coming up on two breakup anniversaries yeah they line up really well yeah they line up this is like my breakup season yeah Andrew you better watch out just (laughs) kidding I love you I don't want to break up no (laughs) Um, you're stuck with her (laughs) yeah um (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry I don't know she's like (laughs) I'm flustered (laughs) um yeah, well, you know, we're in, like, a weird period. I know he's not listening, so I'll just say this, like... Yeah. We've, we're in this period now where we're together. We've been together for a semi-decent amount of time. Yeah. We started first seeing each other at the end of January 2020, so... Yeah. You know, like, we're slowly approaching almost a year of just seeing each other. Yeah. And, like, it's just, you know... We're, like, saying I love you now for the last few months. And, like, yeah, it's kind of that period of time where it's still too early to talk about big future things. But they start to enter your mind. And you're, like, beyond, like, the honeymoon getting to know you. And you're just kind of in, like, that happy, comfy zone. Yeah. Where now I'm, like, oh, my God. Do you think he thinks about if he would want to marry me one day? Yeah. But you're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Because that feels like a lot. That's, like, way too But you're also, like... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I just got flustered because when you said like, I don't want to break up, I was like, ever. You're stuck with me forever. But then I was like, wait, (laughs) I can't say that yet. Because it's like 
too soon. <laughs> hey, <Andrew. Yeah. laughs> So anyway, whatever. I was just going to say that I've been doing a lot of reflecting because I'm approaching two breakup anniversaries. Yeah. Um, and one of them is going to be a one year anniversary. So that's, that's crazy. Always, that's I can't pivotal. believe it's been a year. Yeah, it's crazy. It feels like a lifetime ago. And also like it was literally like last weekend. I know it's so it's so bizarre how it's both. Yeah. You know, I feel that too. And especially I think it's interesting. Like, I don't know if other people do this. Uh, I'm sure some people do. But I always think about future Gabby and like, mm -hmm. you know, I always just think about like before you know it, it's going to be this time. And I do that in short term and in long term, usually when I'm stressed. Yeah. <laughs> and so like I just remember a good example is when I used to do dance competitions and I would get really nervous for my solos. And I would think just imagine before you know it, you're going to be in the car on the way home and you're going to be so happy because you're done and you're going to be proud of yourself because you did it even though you were scared. And yeah. just think of how good that's going to feel. Yeah. And when I was going through my last breakup, I would just always think like, just think about a year from now. Like you're going to be so different. How you're not going to be in pain anymore, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, you know, you don't even know what your life is going to be like. And so it's always bizarre to me when I'm in that now, to I'm feel like, like you're like responding to that person. You're yeah. like, I wish I could tell you that you're actually right. Yeah. And things are even and better like, than girl, you didn't even know. You could have never even <laughs> imagined how much better your life would be now. Like, yeah. So anyway, that's like big, been a big point of reflection on that breakup. Just like, well, look how much I've changed in a year. Yeah. And then for the four year anniversary, it's like, whoa, that was a long ass time ago. Yeah. It's like double the amount of time that we were together. Mm -hmm. And I just feel so far removed from that relationship. Like mm -hmm. it feels like a different person. Yeah. And then I'm like, I feel no ways towards him. Now. Okay. This is how I always feel. It always feels like it's like my little sister who I like watched her do that. And yeah, I'm like, Oh, that's but so like, true. that's not me. Like it's yeah. someone else who I was like, Oh, like that's cute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously with like my most recent breakup, I don't wish anything were different right now. I, that's, it's like still in like too soon territory to like deal with anything. And that needs yeah. a few years to ruminate. Yeah. Who knows what will happen in the future yeah. for that, if we'll become friends or not. Yeah. But I do think that this is definitely the first time that I've ever felt like maybe I could reach out to my ex, um, yeah. Jacob. Yeah. The first my high one. school boyfriend. And then, but I'm really just like, for what reason? Like, do I want to be friends with him? Does he want to be friends with me? Like, do you at like to a certain extent, maybe just want to, not feel like you were the bad guy in it anymore like do you yeah, want to be resolve, I think, I think, of that? yeah like, like part of me wants to apologize to him because I never did I never yeah. like took responsibility for my role in that breakup mm -hmm. um but I do know that like he's in a relationship I think he might have been dating this girl for like two or three years now I yeah. think like three years maybe mm -hmm. um and I don't want to like step on any toes there. Like, yeah. even though I know that I don't have any romantic interest in him. Yeah. It's always like when an ex comes back, yeah. people are like, Things wait, are like, changing. why are they here? Why, why do yeah. you want to see them? Like it brings shit up. And yeah. so I don't know if that's like, you know, that's disrespectful true. to like talk to someone. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like on another note, um, somewhat related, I was thinking where, because when you said you wanted, you would like be interested in apologizing and kind of holding yourself more accountable yeah. for the things that you did. And 
I feel like one of the hard parts is thinking about like the fact that you have to be okay with them not feeling sorry about anything. Like you have to go into it assuming that they are not going to feel differently. And I think that yeah, I'll maybe talk about after, but I don't know if that's something that I want to hear. I would almost rather just that's true. And so yeah. it is interesting to think like you, if you want to see an ex, you have to be going into it with no expectations. Yeah, of what if is you want happen. it to like be a successful interaction. Yeah, yeah. I think my other fear is like I don't know. I don't know if I'm at that point. Maybe that's like weird because it's been a long time, but like. I don't know if I reached out to him and he didn't reply or that if he you? was like replied and was like, fuck you or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to hear that. Maybe I just want to exist in this weird limbo of like, you were really important to me for a few years of my life and we'll never speak or see each other again. And that's yeah. like fine. I don't know. It's so true. That's like, yeah. Like accepting the fact that maybe you could get some new layer of closure and feel a little bit better about that yeah. experience. And maybe it'll make things way worse. And you have to be like accepting of the fact that yeah, either could happen. Yeah. So I guess what's nice about exes is they're not going anywhere. Like they're yeah. in the past. Like, and so it's not like you have to do, it's not like you're on a time limit for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, can I say something morbid? Yeah. I always have this thought like about exes where it's like if they were to die and there were a funeral or something like part of me is like I like really loved this person for a period of time and like I would like want to be there but then it's like so weird of like I don't know this is just like my personal I know this is something that's like a waste of time to think about I know it's not like relevant but you're like but I'm always like I think this is like why I get into these brain loops of like yeah why am I just not in contact with them? Why do I have no idea how they feel about me? Yeah. Like, would they be angry if I were to show up at their funeral? Would they be, would their parents be angry if I were to contact them to say like, I'm sorry yeah. for your loss? Like, I don't know what, Where what weight my name their holds life. in their mind and in their life now. Yeah. Like, is it a super negative thing? Like we don't talk about her Yeah. or like, is it just like a neutral thing? Like, yeah. you know, like I wouldn't be mad if like so-and-so showed up to my funeral if I yeah. died. Like, And I feel like a big part of this probably like we're both really similar in a lot of ways. So I feel like we don't notice it a lot of the time, but we both have like control issues yeah. in different parts of our lives. And I think that we're both obviously like growing and learning all the time and getting better. Yeah. <laughs> but I do feel like that's probably a big part about why we both feel so similarly about our exes Yeah, is because the way you're talking about it is it, you're talking about not being like, you're only talking about yourself, but you're more talking about how you don't have control over your own narrative in that person's life. Yeah. That, yeah. It's totally true. And it's like that constant, that's exactly how I feel about my exes too, where I'm like, I just don't like how, and I think there's like a cheesy Pinterest quote that comes up every time I'm on fucking Pinterest, but it's like, you're going to be the villain in someone's story. And sometimes you can't rectify that and that's okay. And I think that's something that I really struggle with is like, like you said, I'm like, I don't like how I don't know what your narrative of me is. I don't know if you've grown enough to see that it was more complicated than that because I've grown enough to see that. And I don't think that you're the villain in my narrative anymore. Yeah. And so then it's hard because it's like, I want to like 
show you that I'm different now. Yeah. And I want to like prove something to you. But then you're also like, but I would expect them to also do the same for me. And then I have an expectation. So it won't work. Yeah. I feel like also part of my problem is like my own ego and just not wanting to be the one to reach out because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I left it in your core. Like, yeah, you know, like I told you that I was open or I was respectful for you to you and you weren't to me. So like, I'll just wait for you to do something. Yeah. And then when, when that never comes, like you kind of were like, Oh, well I expected it to. And now, yeah. And I'm like, well, it's been four years. Like if you're not saying anything to me, you obviously don't saying something to you. Like, does that mean that? Yeah. Because it's like, they're the one, no, it's true. And I do feel yeah. that's actually, I'd never felt that feeling before because I feel like I have always been the person to, to like over text and to over be like, please let's talk, whatever. Mm. And that was like one of my big issues. And I feel like it was that first girl I was seeing Julia is the first time I really broke that cycle. Yeah. And I think since then, I honestly don't know if I'll ever do that again because mm. I know that I have the capacity. Yeah. But that's exactly how I felt where I was like, oh, because I'm leaving things on good terms and I'm like so open and I was being so respectful, mm-hmm. this person is going to reach out to me and I'm going yeah. to get the result I wanted. It's just in a different way. Yeah. And then when you still don't get the result you want, you're like, but I did it the mean way and I did it the nice way and yeah. neither of them worked. And it's just like, why do you have so much power over me right now? Like, yeah, yeah. Now it's rude. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's a complicated thing. It's one of those things I always ask people anecdotes about. Like, I always want to know, like, are you friends with any of your exes? Yeah. What is your dynamic? And honestly, I have yet to hear one that, like, relates to me. Mm -hmm. So if you guys have serious exes, like Mm -hmm. someone that played a big role in your life. Yeah. You know, you have, like, family pictures that they're in and shit like that. Yeah. Um, And you guys were broken up for a long period of time and you became friends, not because of mutual friends. Like yeah, you guys not circumstantially by like, choice. Yeah, this is what I almost always hear is like, well, our families were friends. Mm-hmm. My brother's friends with his older brother or like, yeah. are, we're in the same friend group and I'm like, well, okay. Or like, like you guys, small town, you see each other at a bar every once in a while. Yeah, like I literally have never even run into my ex. Yeah. Like there's been and no And he reason. lives like two blocks from us, literally two city blocks. Yeah. It's on ridiculous. the same street just it's a five down. minute walk between our apartments and we have not seen him once yeah like it's insane shocking and he's hard to miss he's a tall man like i actually thought i saw his girlfriend last night i didn't <gasps> tell you that's i crazy. saw this girl like who looked a lot like her yeah and was walking a tiny dog they have like a little dog oh, they do have a dog and i was like oh fuck oh shit oh my yeah. god because she would totally recognize you first yeah because she has me blocked on instagram yeah. so i know she knows who i am yeah um Anyway, it was not her, but I definitely panicked for a second That's there. I was so like, crazy. oh my God, I, I don't know what to do. Oh my God. As so, a quick side note, every, yeah. like, I would say maybe once or twice a year, I will see one of my first ex Max. Um, I will see one of his friends. Yeah. And you used to see him a lot too when he, like, lived in this area. I don't know if he still does. I'm assuming but. he doesn't because I haven't seen him in years. Yeah. But that first year, I saw him three or four times Yeah, and I saw his friends a lot more too, but I think now, especially cause they've all graduated and I'm assuming they've moved on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was crazy. I remember the only time I've always like kind of just like been on my phone or whatever, just like not really interacted. And it's usually in passing with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was one night where 
we were both like on a high we had like yeah. super nice makeup done and we had just gone to a like movie premiere oh yeah and then we had run home changed into bar clothes and then this like comedian who I thought I was in love with had invited me <laughs> had invited us out to his bar that he was working at he was like yeah. come hang out with us and like it was these cool guys yeah and so we literally had like beat faces and we were wearing cute outfits and yeah we like ran out the door and we were standing outside of our building and then um one of my old roommates and my ex's current friend still I think mm-hmm. walked by and I was like I'm going to say hello. Like she was like close by and I was kind of tipsy and I was like feeling myself. I was like, this is the only moment where I want to interact with someone like that. Yeah. But it was nice to just be like, I was just like, I felt like I put a good taste in her mouth. I was like, I just want to be like kind and make it seem like it's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, can I go over mine? Yeah. I mean, I don't really know how much more I have to add, but a note that I did say is that um to do with mac yeah oh yeah i feel like i guess i think with mac we kind of already went over it but just that yeah the feeling of like yeah oh and then my conclusion about all of that was i think because it's less about him and more about me i think that's like moving on that i need to do on my own Mm. and i think that if it's like, I just need to kind of reconcile the fact that like, I'm the bad guy in that person's narrative and just kind of assume that instead of finding out that it's worse or better, you know, like I don't need to know that for my own validation because I know I'm not that person anymore. Yeah. But it is tricky. And then with Monica, I thought it was interesting that it's like, do you wish things were different? And like, how can you tell what's healthy? Um, and I think that's interesting because this is like an ongoing situation. True. So maybe my opinions will change. But as of now, I think that like this whole living in the gray zone and just kind of accepting things as they come and not yeah. reading into them has been interesting for me. And so as of now, I think that I'm kind of testing the waters in a more like it feels like a more safe environment to figure out what is actually healthy and what's not healthy for me. Yeah. And I think for me, I've like, I feel like you kind of went through all these different experiences in high school with people where you were talking, like every time I say something now, you're like, Oh, like I went through that. Like, Oh, like Mm -hmm. having a crush on a friend and then that being a problem or like love triangles and like all these different things that I kind of, I skipped and I went right into like the classic dating structure of like, we go on a few dates, we start a relationship And then we stop seeing each other. Mm -hmm. And so I think that I'm like giving my, I'm trying to give myself a room to make mistakes in like a healthy way because I feel like, I think I talked about this in maybe the last episode or one before, but when I was talking about like moving and life after and just how I feel like my whole life I've been put into this box of there's so many things that I just shouldn't even try because I could have like a psychotic break or like go crazy or whatever. And so I feel like there's so many things that I've just been like, Oh, I can't do that though. Everyone else can do that, but I can't do that because that's going to be hard for me. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe that's not true. Yeah. And so anyways, this is like a good time for me to just figure out like, yeah, what is too friendly? What is hurting my mental health and what is actually fine? And I think what I've discovered so far is that things that I assumed would be really bad for me actually haven't really hurt me as of Mm. now and so obviously I don't know about later 
But I think in general, it's helping me to kind of open that new mindset a little bit, if that makes sense. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think I saw like the other day, um, I think in general, just being like friends with more like queer people, there's more conversations about like different dynamics and relationships, like people who are like pan and like are open relationships and like just getting more comfortable hearing people talk about it. Like it's not a crazy thing. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite influencers, they have like a unique dynamic, but they talk about it where there are two women that are dating and they will also date men casually, Mm -hmm. but they won't date women casually. Like they're, and so that was just like a specific instant where I was like, Oh, like, people do all different things that work for them. And I kind of just always said, Oh, like that's cool for other people and I'm happy for them, but I would never do anything outside of like the straight edge. And now that I'm like already outside of that, I'm like already going against sexuality and gender stereotypes and everything. Um, but yeah, I think I'm just like testing myself more. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Monica for (laughs) going along (laughs) with that. (laughs) Shout out. Yeah. Well, what a day. That's the tea on our exes. That's the tea. How do you guys feel about your exes? Um, I've heard mixed, mixed opinions from people. Like I feel like overall people are not friends or friendly with their exes. Yeah. But I tend to attract people into my life actually who, okay. Almost all of my, actually, I think like all of my exes are friends with their exes, except for me. And oh, so I think I always felt very othered. I always felt like this is a me thing, but I don't know if their dynamics with their exes were healthy. Like they all had kind of weird, yeah. complicated histories yeah. with their exes. So I've never known anyone who's like actually had a had good dynamic thus far. So yeah. I think that's another reason why I'm like, why is this something that I think should happen if it just seems so unrealistic? Like, for what reason? Exactly. So that's I feel like a better is. person? I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. What I'm kind of hoping for right now is like a, a How I Met Your Mother-esque situation where I feel like that's kind of where I'm headed. Where yeah. Ted brings in Robin they date for a short period of time and then Robin's like, but I'm staying. I'm here. <laughs> and everyone was like, I, okay. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what's happening. Um, and so maybe I'll, maybe I should rewatch that show as my next like show to binge as a reference point. <laughs> oh no, that's not a good example. I watch that as my sleep show. Oh yeah. Um, like when I can't sleep at night, I turn it on and then fall asleep watching it. Yeah. So it's like, always a little bit fresh in my memory yeah and ted and robin have a very toxic relationship and i oh, don't think they you should do. try to emulate they are that. on and off again a lot yeah and whenever the other one is happy the other one always tries to sabotage it that's true so yeah no bueno okay not them Let's but think yeah i know what examples. you mean yeah that energy all right well i think we should wrap it up okay because we're at an hour and 15 minutes Ooh, so we talked today we talked um yeah, we're going to go eat some dinner, watch The Bachelor. Life I'm is good. I'm excited. Let's go. Yeah. All righty. Well, thanks for tuning in. As always, if you have any hot takes on anything that we said, or if you're one of our exes that we talked about and you've been listening to this all along and we had no idea. And you want to talk and reconcile, reconcile things? Yeah, please let me know. I would 100% meet up with any of my exes yeah. if I already knew 
that they were emotionally mature and like were very like woke about the situation. We're going into it positively. Yeah. Totally. Hit me up. <laughs> yeah, but hit me up too. I'll grab coffee. <laughs> Gabby underscore Messias on Instagram in case you forgot. E.mma.a on Instagram. <laughs> oh, I was going to say my phone number, but no. I um, anyway, they, did I think not they all that. have it. <laughs> Alrighty. Well. All right. Have a good week, everyone. Thanks. Bye. bye.